Let's turn our Bibles to the book of Hebrews tonight, Hebrews chapter number 12, Hebrews chapter number 12, and I certainly do want to bring a message tonight that'll be a help and a challenge to our graduates, uh, but I am certain that the message tonight will be a help uh, to each and every one of us, and uh, certainly this is a, a wonderful occasion. Uh, it marks the completion of a, a great task, and thinking of our graduates as uh, we uh, established North Florida Baptist College and we continue to move forward in the Lord's blessing. I think of Miss Jenny and doing it more of the traditional way right out of high school, finishing her studies, getting her diploma tonight. Uh, Brother Dave Wilson, he's got his family and his kids here uh, as he completes his degree tonight. Brother Don Myers, and he's got his grandkids here uh, as he completes his degree tonight. There's something to be said about each one. And uh, I think this is a great picture of what I'm going to preach tonight, is the fact that God has a specific plan for each and every one of us, and it's not the same plan. And it is our responsibility to surrender to what God has for us and to do what we can do to present ourselves as the best servant of God that we possibly can be. What an honor, what a privilege, what a joy to be in the work of God. What an honor, what a privilege, what a joy it is to serve the King of kings and the Lord of lords. There's nobody else worth giving your life to other than the Lord Jesus Christ. And I'm thankful for the opportunity to do that. I'm thankful that the Lord allows me as a preacher of the gospel to serve him in that capacity. I did not choose that for myself. God in his providence uh, designed a life for me. That's how he designed for me to serve him. But no matter how he designed you, uh, what he has for you, whatever he has for you is just as important. And it's the, it's the life that God has given you to serve him. So I believe we'll be challenged tonight and certainly want to uh, issue my congratulations as the pastor of these graduates uh, for this com um, the completion of their studies. Uh, and what a great accomplishment it is. And I'm, uh, I'm thankful that they, uh, of course, uh, Brother Don has been here for many years, serves as a deacon. Brother Dave serves on our uh, staff. And thankful for their, their, all three of them and their uh, role in serving the Lord. And it's a good picture tonight of we all have a role we can play in advancing the cause of Christ. And what I want tonight's service to do, of course, to be a part of this uh, great accomplishment for them. But I want this service to challenge each of us. What, is, what more is it that God wants from me? Determine that we're going to complete, uh, not maybe our studies tonight, but complete what God has for us in this life that he has given us. So let's, let's read together. I'll read verse number 1 and 2 of Hebrews chapter number 12, and you follow along a familiar passage. Wherefore, seeing we are also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight, let the sin which just so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Tonight I want to use this passage to uh, look at the aspect of running a race. That's what life is likened to, it's running a race. You know, some parts of life you run a little faster than other parts. But life is a race, as it is uh, mentioned here. And so I want to uh, look at this passage this evening, and I trust that the message will be a challenge to all of us. And I want to speak on this subject, finish your race. Finish your race. These three individuals are going to get their diploma tonight because they finished 
the studies that were required of them in order to do so. And, uh, and that's, that's a great accomplishment. Uh, that's something to be commended. But in our life, I want to challenge us from the Word of God tonight to finish the race uh, that God has for us. Let's ask the Lord to bless. Father, we thank you for the opportunity once again uh, to open your Word to uh, hear from you tonight. And we certainly uh, want to give honor to these graduates as they complete their studies. And Father, we want to uh, certainly acknowledge you and uh, what you've done, not just in their lives, but in our lives. And certainly uh, we want to continue to run our race so that we might be faithful. Uh, bless our time together, for it's in Jesus' name we pray, amen. As we see the challenge in Hebrews chapter number 12, uh, we're reminded of several things, and uh, these two verses are very uh, important verses in the life of a Christian. But we are challenged to run the race with patience. Tonight, the message is to finish your race. There is something to be said about somebody who will just finish. Uh, somebody who will just complete the task that is set before them. Somebody who won't quit. Now, we live in a society today where we, if I can't be first, then I don't want to participate. Well, I, I still think we ought to applaud the person who participates and finishes what they start. And certainly a commencement service like tonight certainly uh, acknowledges that. But on a greater scale is the life that God has given us. I believe that we liken this race to our life or God's plan for our life. I want to remind each and every one of us, but I've already mentioned this evening, that when God gave us life, He had a plan for us to fulfill. It is a reminder for you and I that we are not to fulfill our plans, our wishes for our life. The only way to bring honor and glory to God is to live our life to please Him, live our life to honor Him, and live it the way that God has planned for you to live. I want to remind you that there is something that God has created you to do that only you can do. Only you can fulfill that. Only you can uh, be that, 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 that God has created you to be. So as we consider running the race, I want you to think tonight that God thought enough about you and I that he planned a life for us. And we ought to be seeking to find that plan. And when we find that plan, we begin to run that race. We ought to determine that we're going to finish what God has given us to do. I notice in verse number one, I want you to look with me in verse number one again. Let us run with patience the race. I want you to next, notice the next few words that is set before us. This reminds me that each one of us has a race that is specific to us. All three of these graduates are going to get their diploma tonight, but they've all gotten here a little bit differently. That's a great picture of life. We must run the race that is set before us. A lot of times, we as runners in the race of life get distracted because we pay attention to how somebody else is running their race. How somebody else runs their race isn't going to uh, determine whether or not you finish your race. Well, somebody else stopped running their race. I guess there's no, you finish your race. It's a race that is set before us. You and I, we're not going to be judged by how somebody else runs their race or our opinion of somebody else's race. We're going to be judged by did we run our race. I want you to think about this, that God created a life for you. You are so special to God that certainly we're special because he sent his son to pay our sin debt. But you and I are so special to God that he has a life, he has a race that only you can run. And I want to remind you that uh, this race is, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. 
uh, thinking of the completion of studies, it's always an exciting time in some respects when a school year starts or when a semester starts. And all the goals and the mindset of a student, I, I, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm going to uh, have straight A's. I'm going to be uh, in the top of the uh, 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 of the list, and I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to get uh, summa cum laude, and they're going to invent a cum laude for me when I'm done. I mean, they're I mean, I'm going to get all of these things, and I'm not getting any demerits, and I'm not I'm not doing. Any, and then after about three class periods, it's like I'm just trying to survive to get through. The point is that we ought to do our best, but there's something to finishing in life, determined to finish. I don't know what all God has for me in my future, but I tell you this, I want to finish the race that he has for me. That'll be a goal of every single one of us tonight. Whatever God has for us, why don't we finish the race? It's easy to start. It's easy to enlist. It's a much more difficult thing to finish the race that God has for us. Let's notice a few things about uh, this challenge tonight. Uh, Notice it says, let us run with patience. Number one, patience is the key. Let me help you define patience tonight. It's perseverance. Run with perseverance. There are some of you, few of you that I know that you like to run. I never liked to run unless somebody was chasing me or I was chasing them. But some, there are some that you would call yourself a runner. You like to run. And, but there are others that running is difficult. And sometimes it's easier to run than other times. I, my favorite way to run is downhill. I prefer that to uphill. Um, you know, I like the the um, the circumstances to be ideal. Um, I like, you know, it, how far do you want to run from my recliner to the refrigerator? That's as far as I want to run. But perseverance is the key. Um, Brother Don, you're certainly further down the road in life than these other two, and Many of us are certainly further down the road than others, and there's others certainly further down the road, and we could testify, and all of us could testify, that perseverance is necessary if you're going to finish in the Christian life. Perseverance is necessary if you're going to finish doing what it is and fulfill the responsibilities that God has for us. Well, this church is such a good testimony to those who have run their race with perseverance. Now, I notice in this passage of Scripture that the challenge is never to run it perfectly. The challenge is never to run it and not stumble. The challenge is never to run and not get weary and, and quit. The challenge is never to uh, 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 run it and not stumble and not fall and not get tired. And sometimes uh, we are our, our own worst enemy because I, I'm tired when I'm running and, and I'm distracted when I'm running. You and I just need to determine we're going to finish the race that God has set before us. Perseverance is the key. Friend, let me set a goal for all of us. And that is for all of us when we leave this life and enter into the next, that we finish our race. We may not run as fast as we used to run, but we're still in the race. Uh, We may not be able to do what we used to do, but we're still in the race. And when I meet my Savior, I I want to still be in the race running for Him. It's going to take some perseverance. It's not always easy. Life is not always easy. You can't always choose what what life gives you. 
The book of Ecclesiastes reminds us of that, and certainly there's many more examples of how God allows us to go through things, but we must persevere for a church to do what, what, what God desires for a church to do. A church must persevere. A family must persevere. A, a, a child of God must persevere. Certainly, we understand the importance of running our race with patience, with perseverance. Uh, tonight, the question is not whether or not you're going to face challenges. The question tonight is whether or not you're going to continue running when you do. We've all seen those clips of those Olympians, those stories or video of Olympians, and they train and train and train, and right out of the gate, somebody twists an ankle or pulls a muscle. And the person who wins and maybe wins the medal, they get a small applause, but that person who drags himself over the finish line, they always get the louder applause. Now, if I was the first guy, I'd take offense to that. That's a whole other story. What is it? There's an appreciation for somebody who, in spite of the circumstances, in spite of what they're facing, finishes. Well, if I could challenge all of us tonight to finish, and perseverance or patience is the key. But notice what else it says. Do you want to finish your race tonight? I trust you do. You want to meet your Savior having been faithful? I didn't say having been perfect, but faithful to finish what God has given to you. Then notice as well in the same verse, Let's lay aside every weight in the sin which does so easily beset us. Notice number two, sin is the obstacle to finishing that sin which does so easily beset us. Sin is the obstacle to finishing. Do you know what keeps the child of God from finishing? It's not the pastor. The Christian young person is not his Christian parents. It's not a fellow church member that offended you. It's sin. Sin is the great obstacle to each and every one of us. I challenge all of us to determine to live clean lives, determined to live a life that is pleasing to the Lord. You and I in this day, as, as even in Christian circles, we get softer and softer on sin. You and I need to understand that sin is our enemy. Sin is that which will destroy us. Sin is that which will keep us from finishing our race. Your, your so-called lack of talent, your so-called lack of opportunity is not going to keep you from finishing your, your race. It's sin that does so easily beset us. You take the, the, the quote-unquote best Christian, the one who seems to be doing the best, and what will take them out? Sin will stop them. Sin will stop them. Boy, we need to be on guard versus that which will keep us from finishing. And sin is that which was does so easily beset us. And we often say, what is your besetting sin? I would say to us tonight, all of them. What is that that keeps you from all of them? We need to be afraid of all sin because sin is what will keep us from finishing the race. Well, I just don't know what God has. When you find out what God has for you, you decide to finish and don't let sin keep you from it. Notice what else, and you learn a lot of this, what this next point is, is, is a lot of what Bible college is about. Notice in verse number, number one, the sin which does so easily beset us. Let us lay aside every weight in the sin which does so easily beset us. Number three, run as efficiently as possible. Run as efficiently as possible. We're warned of the sin that does so easily beset us. But we're also admonished to lay aside every weight. And there are things that hinder us from running our race. It's a great day in the life of a Christian when they get to the point where it's like, well, can you give me the chapter verse? It's like, does this, does this hinder me from serving God? 
Does this hinder me from being as close to God as I could be? Could I run my race more efficiently if I didn't have this weight? To use as an example, when noticing two generations that cl- clash whenever I give a warning about social media, I give a warning about things like that, oftentimes it's just dismissed, oh, you're just from a different generation. I'm, I'm thankful for the generation I'm in. We could occupy ourselves with a stick for days. I mean, it was, it was great. Say, well, well is, is it a sin to have social media? No, but it might be a weight. Well, I don't think the Bible keeps me from having this friend, but they might be a weight. Well, this hobby isn't a sin, but for you or for me, it might be a weight. It might keep me from running the race as efficiently as I could. One of the blessings of being the pastor and the president of North Florida Baptist College, you see I'm dressed differently than the rest of the faculty. But if I said, okay, I want all the men, we're going to go have a race. You guys in your dress or your, your gowns, you're going to run. They're not going to run as efficiently. What is it in your life that is keeping you from running your race as efficiently as you could run your race? Think about it. Certainly, for the, these, these individuals to get their degree, there's some things that they probably enjoyed doing. They, didn't, they had to put it as not a priority because they wanted to get that degree. They wanted to finish. They wanted to complete what it was that God has for them in this area. So there's some things, and, and quite frankly, there's some who won't get a degree. It's because they don't want to give up certain things that they, must, that they need to give up in order to get that degree. You mean I have to study? Well, that's kind of the point. You mean I have to show up? That's kind of, well, I just, I just don't think I want to do that. Well, there's something to doing all that so that you can accomplish something, and even more so in life. It's a great day in the life of a Christian, as I've already mentioned, when you get to the place. What can I put down to run more efficiently? Because I want to finish. I want to run my race well. I want to be an example in my race. I want those who have invested in me to reap some benefits and some blessings of the race. Boy, we would think it was silly if we didn't if we didn't prepare, if we're going to run a race, if we didn't dress accordingly, if we didn't uh, lay down the things that would allow us to run better, let me challenge us tonight to run as efficiently as possible, lay aside every weight. And then number four, verse number two, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. I just want to remind us, fourthly, that Christ is our example. Aren't you glad he finished? We have hope because Christ finished. Christ came to this earth, born of a virgin, lived a sinless life to pay for the sins of mankind, to provide salvation for you and I. We've been focused on it for several weeks now on the resurrection. Christ went to the cross of Calvary, took upon him the sins of the world, shed his own blood, and came forth victorious, having conquered death and hell. He finished what he came to do. I'm thankful that Christ finished. Christ finished as the God-man. Christ finished what he came to do, and all hell opposed him. And he still finished. He is our example. Finishing your race isn't always easy. 
Finishing what God has for you in your life isn't always going to be easy. I, using the analogy of a race, I certainly don't understand. I've already told you my, my thought about running when I was younger. I'm either running for something or somebody is chasing me so I have to run. Usually there was a ball involved. But you had talked to some and say, What's your, what do you like to do? I like to run marathons. Are you mentally ill? That's just what I want. That's just what I'm, I may not say that, but that's what I'm thinking. You like to run marathons. If that's what you like to do, I'm not going to make fun of it any more than I already have. But I could imagine that the beginning is, might be a little bit easier than the end. I could imagine that along the way that you might get tired, muscles might get sore. You can liken this however you'd like to apply it, whatever uh, sports analogy, but certainly in, the, in a race. But we have to re be re reminded that we're supposed to finish. We're supposed to finish. And I think it's a good reminder for all of us that we look to our Savior, He finished. How about you and I finish? You know, one day, as we've been focused on for the last several weeks, Christ is going to return. That trumpet is going to sound. Those of us that remain will be caught up with him. All of us who are saved are going to join him, either through the rapture or the resurrection. And when I meet Jesus, I want to be have been faithful. If he tarries his coming and I live out whatever days he has plan for me my step may not be as quick my mind may not be as sharp but I want to still be in the race I want to still be faithful I may not be able to do what I did before but I want to still be running my race I don't want to quit in my race I want to complete my what what awaits those who finish their race well tonight these three individuals are going to come across and get their diploma and they're going to get the completion of what they worked hard for. We graduate, as we often say, we graduate to glory, or we graduate uh, from the temporal to the eternal. There's not a diploma that will hang on the wall in our mansion. But the Bible does tell us that there are crowns that will be presented for faithfulness. A crown that we can be presented, and can you imagine what it would be like to hear our Savior say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. We may not say it like this, but as each of these graduates and in future years, they come across and in past years, they've come across and they get that diploma. What it is, it's the, it's the faculty, it's the administration, it's all of their, their teachers, instructors saying, well done. You did what was necessary so that you could achieve that. How much greater will it be to enter into glory and See our Savior, and for to hear the words, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Say, well, Pastor, I'd love to do that, but I don't have talent. You just got to finish your race. Well, Pastor, I would love to do that, but I can't run as fast as somebody else. You just got to finish your race. Pastor, I, I would love to hear that, but I got started on this race a lot later than others did. It doesn't matter. You just have to finish your race. And I want to challenge us all tonight. Let's finish our race. In order to do so, you're going to have to determine that you're going to do it on purpose. 
We have to persevere. Run with patience. Tonight, maybe as we go to invitation, there might be somebody who needs to get rid of some sin that is keeping them, that is going to hinder them, that is going to keep them from completing their race. Maybe you need to sit down and wait. Maybe the Lord has spoke to you, and we were, we were mentioning that just a few moments ago about something that is just hindering you running your race. And you could run your race more efficiently if you set aside a wait, and, because the most important thing is for you to run your race and for you to finish your race. Tonight, let's just set our goals, our sight on our Savior as our example. Father, we thank you tonight for...